0: Welcome to the Follow the Spirit podcast, where we discuss each week what we're studying at Women Inseparable. Here's Jacqueline and her guests.
1: Welcome to our Follow the Spirit podcast. My name is Jacqueline Palmer. I am at a table filled with already so much laughter and so much excitement about the word practice. It's kind of crazy how fun and what other Real. word? <laughs> Real. I do think that there's so many different words we could put along with the word practice. It's intense. It's vulnerable. It's uh, motivating. <laughs> it's hard not to throw out all of our excuses. I'll practice tomorrow. Right. <laughs> we have been doing a study on worship, and we are on the second week of talking about practice, practicing that heart of worship. While we discuss this according to scripture, um, the, a couple days ago we focused on Psalm 32, and we read Psalm 32 as a group Um, If you missed that, you could catch that on our podcast. You can find that worship practice part two, or you can watch it on video if you want. Uh, However, we're going to discuss it right here, my table full of girlfriends. What did Psalm 32 do to your heart? Unless you want to continue talking about the beauty of the word practice, (laughs) how enjoyable that process is. Okay, so the joys of practicing, <laughs> right?
0: Practice. <laughs> so, so last week, I, I don't even know what the verse was, but I found my verse to practice last week and I talked about it. It changed my verse for this week practice. So, it was in 32, it was 32.8. And what I did was because I'm still trying to get this practice, get this down, thinking of him more often throughout the day. So that's what I'm practicing to do so that I'm going to worship in my heart more often throughout the day. And I'm, ge- I'm getting that concept because I can feel it. Mm. I can, when it happens, I can feel it. And it's like, oh, that's what she's talking about. And mm. I get it. So my, what I did was to help because I'm, I just get so busy and crazy and all the things going on that I forget. So I open my bible and i put it on my book stand and i have this week's verse underlined and i just have it on my book stand that i walk by a hundred times during the day since my bible's not normally sitting up there it catches my eye every time i walk by so i stop and i read it and every single time my heart just fills Mm -hmm. when i read this verse It's been awesome. And I know this verse won't be the same verse always, but for right now, this is my verse. I want to read it. Love it. (laughs) So it's Psalms 32. And this is when God is talking. Hmm. Verse eight. It says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. That overwhelms me Hmm. that he is taking the time out to instruct me. Hmm. On how to love him more. Right. And then it says, I will give counsel, which, of course, we all need counsel. I don't always listen, but <laughs> <laughs> but I love that he does that for me. And then my eye is on you. He sees me. He sees me every moment. Mm-hmm. And that just touches me so much so that when I do read this, it's like it's so big that I can just feel my heart swell with mm.
1: Worship. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome. With loving the Lord with all your heart. Right. Yeah. Amazing. That's awesome practice. Yeah. It's
2: been really good. That's very good. I also, like Gail, picked Psalm 32, 8. Um, when I first started really following the Lord, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven was a scripture I stood on a lot, believing he had a plan for my life a future and a hope. And if you keep reading on, it talks about if you seek Him with your whole heart, you will find Him. And when you bow before Him, He will listen Mm -hmm. and He will answer. So that connected me with this scripture. I was practicing when you talked about being white as snow and that scripture in John 15, being clean. That was something I've been standing on. And then when you did the Psalm 32, I really, that touched my heart because of where I'm at now. I think trying to really listen and practice all day long, like you said, Gail, that he's with me. I had a rough few days. I didn't feel good. So I was in bed a lot. And throughout the whole day, I just meditated for days on him and his word and the worship I felt in my heart for him, the impact. Um. He's made on my life. And I know that I know he's in my heart. And I'm never alone. Mm -hmm. And if I take his hand, he will teach me and guide me. Even while lying in bed. Even while (laughs) lying in bed. And all the things in the world that just nothing, it didn't matter what was going on here. Right. Yeah.
1: There's peace there. It was definitely Because we're told all the time, especially like I feel like as women, we're told you have to do, you have to do, you have to do, you have to do. So Mm -hmm. we feel like to love God, we have to do, we have to do, we have to do. And here we physically at some seasons in our life can't do anything because we're, you know, home with some type of illness of one kind or another. And we're laying there and we're like, oh, we're disappointing God Mm because I can't do, I can't do, I can't do. And God's like, you're exactly doing the law of Jesus Christ. And you're loving me. Because I did. I was sick and I was trying
2: to force myself. <laughs> and when I got up at three and I couldn't even drink a <clears> cup of coffee, I'm like, okay, things are not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I really did try. And I felt like I was letting him down at first. And I said, no, uh-uh. I'm not going there. Uh-uh. Good. I'm facing that center of that circle. <laughs> yeah. that you talked that, about that's it. solid practice. Yes, that's solid
1: practice. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. To keep your eyes on the throne and not let your own thoughts overwhelm you. Yes. Ah, how easy is it to let your own thoughts overwhelm you? Yes. Yeah. His thoughts are so much better. Yes. Yeah.
0: And this is off topic uh, a little bit, but when you're in those times of you're so sick, you can't even get out of bed. This is when having memorized some scripture, cause I can't, I'm not good at memorizing scripture, but there's a couple that I have memorized It's so helpful to have those so that you can say them over and over and over in your head so that even when you're that sick, you can still be worshiping. Hmm.
2: Yes.
1: I don't think that's off topic at all. That's the fruit of practice. Yeah, I guess it just came around as I kept talking. (laughs) (laughs) It just started
0: making more sense.
1: And welcome to Follow the Spirit podcast, where we follow the spirit.
2: Uh Go, Gail. (laughs)
1: Oh, to practice. What does practicing look like in your relationship with your God? I also picked verse 8. I've had
3: it highlighted in my Bible for probably a year. So I referred back to that. And what it means to me is I don't have to be in control of everything. Control and being anxious about being out of control is something that I've been Seeking help with, so when I look at this, it makes me relax. But really, I realize relaxing just means it gives me peace to know that I have a helper. Sometimes I feel the helper more than others, but it's really nice to know it's okay. You know, you can relax, and the relaxation is peace. That's
1: good. Thanks. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) that's so great I love it I love how intimate and personal our practicing is we're all so different as we are where we are that's really good I was like uh, Gina this past week I got to have a um, stomach bug so that was enjoyable and lots of time lots of time sitting sitting I missed three teaching opportunities because I was sitting sitting and I had to remind myself, I had to practice not telling God, God, don't you know what my schedule looks like? Don't you know what my calendar looks like? I have to, I have to, Lord Jesus. <laughs> and he goes, no, we're sitting together. And I got to practice that, like reminding myself, I am exactly where I need to be. Yeah,
2: when yeah. I was sick, I couldn't even
1: concentrate enough to read. So like if we you're talking,
2: Gail, as I kept in my mind, the scriptures that I knew, Going over them and going over them in my mind on that Thursday morning, I just felt so bad I couldn't even get up. To my head was killing me, and so I just kept going over the scriptures I knew in my head so none of that darkness would get in there. You know, it'd be a fun
1: challenge. There <laughs> oh, we go. <laughs> the excitement for personal challenges. <laughs> to uh, whether it's daily or weekly, get like a blank journal. And write the scripture that comes to your heart and write it down. And it doesn't have to be word for word, and it might not even be close to word for word. But it's the, it's the knowledge that you have of the word of God and just write it down. And then once you're done writing all the scripture that's on your heart for that day, maybe that day or that week, use that scripture to look it up in the Bible, see what it says and see what the Holy Spirit is saying to your heart. Because if there's a scripture on your heart, that's the Holy Spirit correct? Mm -hmm. And just to see what you know. You might be surprised how much of Scripture you actually know. Right.
0: Uh Even if you don't know the address of where it is in the Bible, you still know the words.
1: Right. Right. And then you can literally write your own Bible study. (laughs) You don't have to... (laughs) You don't have to publish the Bible (laughs) study. It (laughs) It doesn't have to be readable for other people. This is between you and your God. That's funny, the panic. Oh, no. I don't want to send that to inseparable publishing. That's hysterical. That's funny. Practicing. What does practicing look like? I kind of have a question.
3: Oh, good. Um, In the challenges, you said to practice worshiping on your knees Mm -hmm. and i don't really understand why that's a challenge i mean i guess the purpose of worshiping on your knees versus in your recliner while you by the fire where you feel cozy Mm -hmm. is it because it's a deeper connection you feel the holy spirit more because there's days wherever i am whether i'm on my knees or on my deck I don't feel the Holy Spirit as much at other times, like when Gail mentioned getting busy. So when you say
1: challenge yourself to worship on your knees, what do you mean? Exactly that. Challenge yourself to get on your knees. It's a posture of complete humility. Right. Lying there. Submitting. And just being, remembering who you are before. God is everything in our life, right? Mm-hmm. He is everything from our friend to our counselor to our father. He is also the God of the universe. And to get on our knees and to remember exactly who He is, to picture yourself literally before the throne shows humbleness. Just, yes, of just in complete, complete awe. Mm-hmm. To simplify it in the simplest earthly comparison, when you hear a story, Of a guy who stands in front of a girl and looks at her in the eyes and is like, marry me. And you're like, that's it? You just looked at her and said, marry me? Why didn't you? What are we waiting for him to do? Get on his knee. Get on his knee. (laughs) Why? Why is it so melting to our hearts when a guy gets on his knee?
3: Because he's totally making
1: himself vulnerable to you. Yeah. And you feel more cherished. Hmm. There's a difference. The love is still there. The love is still there. You know, and my husband, when my boyfriend would look at me and stand in front of me and tell me that he loved me, it'd be like so melting to my heart. But it was a whole different game when he got on his knee and looked me in the eyes and told me that he loved me and asked me to love him for the rest of his life. Totally different.
0: Wow, I never thought of it that way. That's beautiful.
1: Thank
3: you. That's a good example. At least I was on the right track.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That always feels good.
2: (laughs) I myself can't get on my knees. I have to lay, just for those that I thought I'd share
3: this, I Mm -hmm. have to lay straight face down.
1: Sure. Which is beautiful.
3: Like in the Superman position.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. What about John fifteen seven? We ended our Thursday teaching on John fifteen seven. We're in the midst of Jesus' dialogue to those who love him and have called him his Lord and Savior. He says, "Abide in me. Let my words abide in you, and you ask whatever you wish, and I will give it to you." Did you spend time with John 15, 7 with the Lord at all?
0: I did. And it was when I did the challenge of get on your knees. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to get back up, but <laughs> I did get on my knees. And, um, and that was the verse. I didn't use those words, but um, I was praying that he would help me love him more. That's what I was asking for, you know, ask whatever you wish. And that, that's what I was asking I've got on my knees before and worshipped, and it was very, very moving. (laughs) And then I've got on my knees before and worshipped, tried to get back to that very, very moving space, and it didn't work. So when I did this the other day, it didn't work. Then I did it again this morning, and it was precious. Hmm. It was very moving and very mm, we connected Hmm. really well. So it doesn't always work, but it does work if you practice.
1: (laughs) There's that word again. (laughs) Uh Can I ask, what did it feel like when it didn't work? How would you describe the difference of working and not working?
0: Um, When I feel that connection, my heart just feels like it's full. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't work, and I think it's usually because i got too many things happening in my head, like you said, mm-hmm. looking at the carpet or, you know, thinking of what else I should be doing because I have chores that need to be done. Right. So then I feel a little bit deflated because I blame myself Sure. for not allowing that connection because I know it's not him. He's willing. Right. So.
1: Okay. So the difference would be what works is that your eyes are set on Jesus. Your mind is set, stayed on him. And then at other times, your eyes are set on today and yes. your mind is stayed on now. Absolutely. Okay. So it's not that the heart of worship isn't working. It's not that God isn't working. <laughs> I, I, I'm not working. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see the difference?
0: Oh, yeah. I see the difference. And I know it when it's happening. Uh-huh. I just I can't make it stop.
1: <laughs> okay, but you can so here, can we have open dialogue Let's right do here it. on podcast? Let's do it. How do you conquer that? Because, right, Gail's not the only one at the table that right. has felt this. Right. How do you conquer that? Tell me, because if
0: I know, I can do it.
3: Okay. Well, I don't know the scripture, but there is one that talks about being still. Uh-huh. It's Psalm. Being, Be still and know that he is God. Right. So, so I would maybe use that as a point of reference. And when they, in verse 7, when it says, abide in me and at whatever you want, basically, you can have it. It doesn't mean you get a new Toyota. You know, it means to focus, you know. And so I think that's what it means. If you have a lot going on, think to those. And then it won't, it's a process. And like we know we're... We're where we are when we're supposed to be there. So just keep practicing. That's what I would think.
1: Almost as if you literally obey John fifteen seven, mm-hmm. And at that moment where you're on your knees and it's not working, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. it being, you know, <laughs> you, you ask what you wish and you remember what it is that you wish. And you wish for Jesus and you wish for that heart of worship and you wish for that control of your mind. And that stay of your eye, and you ask, God, I'm so distracted right now. Mm-hmm. And what I wish is that my eyes can be set on you.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Okay, Oh, I have to do remember that for next time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: and
1: like that's Sherry just it said, means. it's practice. Uh huh. And that's what verse seven means. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's all heavenly. Mm-hmm. Whenever we ask what we wish, and it's earthly bound we're on the wrong track. Mm -hmm. It's always heavenly. Always him. Yeah. Thanks for um, being so vulnerable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My life is an open book.
1: (laughs) Well, then on that note, I've got a question. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) With that, we're going to close. Okay. (laughs) Um, We get to go into a new word starting this week. And we're going to do a new word for the next two weeks. And the word is obey. So as we get ready for the word obey to come into our process of worship, remember the next couple of days. Remember what you know, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, knowing that God has made your love so pure practice, practice with the Holy spirit has you practice, be teachable, be instructable. Be where the Holy Spirit has you to be, and then get ready. Fair? Sounds good. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week.